0: Welcome to the podcast, coming to you from the Midwest Coast, I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Lake of the Ozarks, Podcast, Studio B. This is the New Old School Podcast, I am your host Don Allen, tell somebody about the podcast, it's all free. You know, you can download any of these free apps to any mobile device, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, Spotify. Did I say they were all free? Hey, get the apps. No charge means no excuses. Come on, go tell us somebody. Hey, why wouldn't you? Appreciate you all being with me today little update for you on uh, where the people are tuning in from. I know I was surprised when I pulled this stat up. Uh, Of course, the good old United States, USA is at the top of the list. Canada, Australia, Nigeria, the UK, India, Hungary, Philippines, Singapore, South Africa, France, Ghana, and New Zealand. All tuning in to the new old school podcast. Thank you all very much for doing so reaching the world. We thank God for that opportunity to do so and to be with you today. Appreciate you all tuning in. How is everybody doing today? We are in a series titled Doorways to Deception. I hope you didn't forget. How deception comes, how it destroys, more importantly, what can we do to avoid it? And we have an enemy. He comes to steal, to kill, to destroy, seeking whom he may devour. Well, are you going to be one of them? I think at times... I know at times we, we all have allowed open doors for the enemy to walk into our lives and bring some form of destruction. But see, we're looking to change that here today. And of course, uh, as the title of the series goes, the issue really is, uh, would you do that willfully? So the big issue is when you're deceived, <laughs> you don't know that you are, right? That's, that's kind of the uh, issue, isn't it? Uh, that one that's called the deceiver of the brethren, the father of lies. So tricky. So what we've seen so far is the devil is always looking for a crack to get into. We started by talking about some major deceptions out there. I I didn't, uh, I don't know about you, but I was surprised by some of these findings, like those that do not believe that the devil is real. Uh, But here's where we begin to see this trick. Well, we don't believe the devil is real. Oh, well, then you find out he is. Okay, okay, well, the devil is real. Uh, he couldn't convince us of that, so the next deception is, well, he's real, but you can't do anything to stop him. He's way too powerful for somebody like you. Okay, okay, well, he's real, and I'm going to go into the Bible. I'm going to see what it says about my authority. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Bible isn't actually the truth? Oh, well, it was written by men. It's full of inconsistencies, and and well, no, okay, no, I know the Bible is the truth, uh, no, devil, I, I know it is. Okay, but you know, you're such a sinner. You aren't worthy of the promises in this book. Look what you've done. You don't qualify. And besides that, you need to leave all this to the professionals. Those that are in full-time ministry, you don't really have time to really do enough things that would even make any real impact to you. So, so we can see this is how he operates from one lie to another lie to another. He'll just, he's just going to follow you through your life, always trying to send those fiery darts, those deceptions, trying to get you to agree with him so that you'll surrender your power and your authority. So we've been looking into our armor in Ephesians 6 as it pertains to stopping these deceptions from getting into our lives, getting in us, thus coming through us. So today I want to do a twofer. You're going to get a twofer. You're going to get a for one. want to talk about two deceptions that really kind of go hand in hand. And that is the deception that it really doesn't matter what you believe, and it really doesn't matter what you think. So it really doesn't matter what you believe. The Bible says in Proverbs 23 and verse 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. What you believe will affect the decisions that you make in this life. So the devil will set out to try to get you to turn more to a worldly view of things, oh, sure, we can mix in some Bible here and there, but, uh, you know, let's also be very wise, too. Yeah, that's, that's something that people, all, you know, I love when people come to me and they really begin to, you know, they, they're gonna tell me they know what the Bible says, but they're gonna follow it up with, well, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be wise, though, and when they say that, what they mean is they're making up an excuse as to why they're still operating in some worldly function because they feel like, well, I, I still have to keep a hand in that, too, when in reality, don't you think the Bible could handle that? That's what we like to say. Well, the Bible's not powerful enough or wise enough to get you through. So, you know, we need to be wise to the world and maybe, you know, just add some worldly ways to what we're doing to get by. He's looking to get you to believe something other than the word of God. And let me say this as an example. uh, Imagine that I have a glass of water here uh, in in a see-through glass. Okay. Looks nice, cold, pure, right? I mean, you're looking at it and can't see anything in there. It's just a glass of water in its purest form. And if I were to offer this to you on a hot summer day, you would want that. But what if I said, uh, as you grabbed it, I said, "Oh, just so you know, I put just a, a couple of drops of toilet water in there." But I mean, it's most it's 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 ninety nine percent out of the faucet though. I just but one percent toilet water. Does that ruin the whole thing for you? This is all that Satan is trying to do. It's fine to believe a few things. I mean, as long as the Bible is number one. And in doing this, we open ourselves up for the effects of the curse. That's why the Bible talks about our next piece of armor in Ephesians 6 and verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The devil knows that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And that a double-minded man will receive nothing of the Lord. Well, where does faith come from? Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But faith comes by hearing, isn't that right? What are you hearing? Because hearing produces a belief. Well, you've got cancer. You know, you're not gonna make it. Faith comes by hearing. The dollar's collapsing, whatever will you do? And faith comes by hearing. War's coming. War's coming. And this and that and the other and faith comes by hearing. Remember that right now, Satan is operating as the ruler of this fallen world. And because of this, he has rights and abilities to try to manipulate people in circumstances. And he will do this in a manner that is contradictory to what it is that the Bible says. He will try to make it appear through circumstances that, you know what? See, God's word, it's just not true. Your faith isn't working. Otherwise, wouldn't that doctor's report come back better? Wouldn't that bank account look better? why are you giving your money to the church? It's not doing anything for you. You're broke as a joke. What he's doing, he's trying to get you to waver from what you believe. He so wants you to put down that shield of faith, that shield that was designed to protect you from darts of doubt and unbelief. I'm telling you today, stand firm in your faith, people. The Bible is the truth, and it absolutely matters what you believe. Yes, Jesus had to answer three times, it is written. He believed it. He had it settled that no matter the current circumstances, you think of the disciples, they fled for their lives when they saw Jesus die on that cross. They surrendered their beliefs that he would actually do what it is that he said that he would do, that he would come back, that he said, I'm going to rise again. Keep that shield high, stand firm in your faith. And if you do, no, it won't necessarily stop the issues out there but what it will do is stop the issues out there becoming your issue in here, in your heart. If you don't quit believing, you're going to win. And now, the second part to this one is that deception that it just doesn't really matter what you think. And these two really tie together. Ephesians six seventeen speaks of that helmet of salvation, that helmet that is to cover the mind. It's the number one target that Satan is after is get into the mind through thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. We really have to be so careful with what's coming in. 2 Corinthians 10, verses four and five, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Why are thoughts so important? Well, because we know that thoughts control the imagination. And the imagination feeds into actions or corresponding behavior. We've got so many examples I could give you in the Bible, but we'll go all the way back to the very beginning. When you look at Eve, God comes in. He says, "Okay, here's the deal: you can have all of this. You can have all of this except not that one tree right there, the tree called the tree of knowledge. Isn't that interesting? But you can, you can have all of this." I don't go near that tree. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. You've, you've got all this other stuff. Leave this .00001 thing alone. Just leave it alone. Don't do it. Don't touch it. So what did Satan do right away? Hey, Eve. Um. Hey, so did God really say not to? Cause check this tree out did God really say, and she repeated back to Satan exactly what God said. Then he said, no, come here, come here, just come here and look at it for, just look at it for a second. Just come here and look at it for a second, right? Thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Okay, I I know that's what he said, but let me tell you, honestly, this is what he really meant. I mean, I think he meant this, And then it says, when she saw that the tree was good to look at. Wait a minute. Why are you looking at it? Why are you taking time to sit there and mess with it and look at it and study it? Why are you even standing there imagining all about what this tree might be like? He gave you everything else, but no, 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 no. What are you doing? You're entertaining thoughts and you're looking at it and you're imagining what it must taste like. And I saw that it was good for food and she took and she ate of it. Why? thoughts, ideas, suggestions. She did not guard her thought life. What about those people building the Tower of Babel, Genesis 11 and verse six, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they imagined to do. Here's the deal, people. Your capacity to imagine your life being a certain way supernaturally affects the direction that it will ultimately go. I want to say it again. Your capacity To imagine your life be in a certain way supernaturally affects the direction that it will ultimately go. Thoughts in the mind of a spirit being like ourselves has major consequences. We're supernatural beings that have a mind and that is a very, very powerful thing for us to imagine things. So if you wanna live the life that God says you can live, then you're gonna have to change your mind. You're gonna have to change those thoughts. Romans 12 and verse two, do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? So that you can prove what is the good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God. Renewing the mind. How do you do that? Well, you do that through the word of God. Let the Bible be your brains. Imagine and see the life that God says that you can have. Think on it, meditate on it. Isn't that what God says about the word? Meditate on it. Imagine it. Walk it out by faith in your mind. What would it be like? I always imagine myself as these guys in the Bible, some of the things that they do. I I see myself doing it. Come on, imagine it. Walk it out by faith in your mind. What would it be like? The devil wants you to be so casual about your thought life, just allowing thoughts to come in and out and run wherever they want to go. Don't do it. Take them captive. Well, nobody knows what I'm thinking anyway. Yes, they do. God does and the devil does, and so do you. He can see when those thoughts start to lean towards evil and not for good. He can recognize that. Do not let him deceive you concerning the importance of thoughts. Look at Judas. I don't think he was a bad guy, but it says that he thought about what was offered and he took that offer and it says the devil now having entered the heart of Judas to betray Jesus, his thought life. He had no filter. It got into his heart yet he should have cast that down immediately. The word has got to be the filter in which all thoughts, ideas, and suggestions go through. These examples that we looked at allowed those thoughts to go unchecked. It led to major life-altering decisions. Do not allow thoughts of anger, hatred, resentment, unforgiveness to stay in your mind because this is gonna have a major impact on your love walk, which is the walk that Jesus always took. And without this love, your faith won't work. Without love, nothing will work. It is all about love. Or harboring thoughts about lust, for example, will inevitably break down your resistance to acting on those imaginations. When we actively spend enough time seeing ourselves doing something, imagine ourselves doing something, before you know it, doing something comes really easy because you've already walked it out a million times in your mind. I know so many people that have fallen into sexual sin, cheating on spouses and partners, adultery, fornication, and they all say the same thing. I, I never thought I would do that. I never thought I would do that. You know, I can remember talking to some of them. Uh, I remember this particular gentleman that, that did. he had an affair. And he said it all started with thoughts. I would see her, and, and I wouldn't look away. And then I would see her, and I noticed how good-looking she was. Then I just kept looking at her, and I started to imagine. And then I would be like, what am I doing? But then I'd do it again, and then I, I just kept looking at her, and then I, I kept imagining, and then it led to actions of me making her notice me, flirting with her, saying inappropriate jokes. And I just kept imagining, and all of a sudden now I'm into these actions, and I'm caught up, and I'm, I'm not even in my right mind anymore. Now I'm, all of a sudden I'm, I, I'm, I'm acting on it, and then before you know it, we're hooking up. I, I never thought I would do that. I'm, I'm not even that type of person. I, I never meant to do that. No one is going to restrain you from doing what you thought of doing. No one will stop you from doing what it is that you thought about doing. You have to cast down those vain imaginations and those ungodly thoughts, and you have to replace them with God thoughts. This all goes back to our believing. What are we believing when we have these thoughts and we begin to think on these other things, what we're saying is, is I'm not trusting in what it is that I should be believing in for God to be able to satisfy even those desires in your life. When we begin to, to have these random thoughts that go another direction, it's going directly back to what have you been believing? What have you been seeing in the word of God? And where does your believing come from? From the word. It all goes back at the root. Have you been in the word? Have you been soaking in the word? Has that been building up your believer so that when the thoughts come, because see, you understand, we've got things flipped upside down. It was the spirit man that was supposed to control the mind and the mind to control the body. Now we've got the body trying to do whatever it wants, and the mind is saying, yeah, let's do it, and the spirit man got shoved all the way down. We've got to build up that spirit man again. How? With the believing. Wow. Getting into the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We've got to dive back into the word of God to get your believer fixed. When you can get your believer fixed, then you won't have to give in to these temptations in your mental realm of entertaining those thoughts because no, no, no. I believe that God can meet all my needs. See, I don't need to steal I don't need to cheat and lie to get ahead. I've got to come over here and my believer and I got to say, no, 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 wait a minute. God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Now, my thoughts are over here. Thought, let's, let's even go this route. Uh, my thoughts over here of dying and I'm sick and I can see myself dying, and I can see myself in that casket, and I can just see how it's progressing and getting worse and worse. Now i got to go back to my believer and say, wait a minute, no, 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 I I know that by Jesus' stripes I am healed. Because you get over here and start believing that stuff, what happens? People stop living, and they start existing. And then it's not long, they start dying. And then before you know it, they're dead. It's so major. We could could give a 100 different examples. It absolutely matters what you believe. What you believe is gonna affect the thought life so that when thoughts come, and they will, right? The sin is not the thoughts. We're gonna have thoughts of sexual impurity. We're gonna have thoughts of, well, I could I, I could just tell a little lie. We're gonna have thoughts of possibly, you know, I could cheat a little bit to get ahead. Whatever, We're go- the thoughts are gonna come. That's not the sin. It's the actions when we don't take them captive and subject them back to the believer, back to the believing, right, to the believer. Going back to the believer here, I'm gonna run you through the believer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run these through the filter of the word of God, right? I'm gonna run this and see if it lines up, and if it doesn't, then we have to cast it out and do what? Find something to replace it with. That goes back to knowing what you believe. I've gotta believe that God is gonna supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. I've gotta believe it. I got to believe it, and it's all going to go back. Otherwise, what happens, as we said, it, it begins to go to these imaginations where you begin to try to be in control of how you're going to handle certain situations, and then it ends up, I, ne- I never thought I would, I'm not that type of person. I never meant to do that. We've got to cast down vain imaginations, ungodly thoughts, replace them with God thoughts, God thoughts. What are God thoughts? That's your Bible. The Bibles that you got sitting there. You want to know what God thinks about anything and everything? It's all right there. And it's not just what he thinks about it, but also how to walk in it successfully. So what are we saying? Be sure to put on that helmet of salvation, all the benefits of salvation, covering that thought life with the power of the word of God. And I'm telling you, then you're not going to have any problem with the corresponding actions, and you're going to be able to slam that door way shut in the devil's face. Come on, it's so important what it is that we think, people. And as I said, please allow the Bible to be your brains. Don't allow evil thoughts to live rent free in your head those trespassers out, those squatters. When you go ahead and allow some new tenants to move in, those godly tenants, you're going to find that you'll have no problem resisting the devil, and you're going to be walking in victory. Change your mind today, people. Well, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you for joining me on the new Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Get your mind right, and you'll soon find yourselves attempting the ridiculous and achieving the miraculous.